Hello there, and welcome back to the last episode for this season. And this show is called Astrology. And what the heck do those zodiac signs mean? Why, hello there, I'm your host, Katie. And today we are going to talk about the very last sign on the zodiac, which is you Pisces, the episode you all have been waiting for. I'm sorry that it's taken me quite a while to get this one done. Oh shit, and happy, happy Christmas. Merry Christmas, happy holidays, and I hope all of you survived the holidays thus far. And if you guys hear noises in the background, I apologize for that right now because I have rabbits to the left of me and I have two budgies to the right of me. So if you happen to hear or a bird squawking, why that's just my female budgie who feels like she needs to be vocal and chime in her two cents. So I'm going to apologize for that right off the bat. And while we're on the subject, this is not going to be the one and only season of this podcast. I plan on coming back next season with a lot more informative things about astrology signs and who you're really compatible with and to go into what you should be looking for, what you shouldn't be looking for, what you should stay away from and how it would even be just a nice first date, last date kind of a person. So today, it's all about you Pisces. Pisces, your birthday starts on February 19th and ends on March 20th. Your symbol are two fishes that are tied together. One fish that's above the water and enjoys the daylight, and the other fish is below the water and in darkness. Kind of similar to those damn Gemini folks. Nothing, Nothing wrong with that. Just there's just two signs, you know, two sides to your sign. Your lucky day is what I think everybody's favorite day is because it follows the weekend. And if you're lucky enough like me that gets the weekend off, then then you'll know that Friday is your lucky day and your lucky numbers are two and six. All right, well, let's see. Let's go back for a minute. How many Pisces does it take to screw in a light bulb? And this is a Pisces answer. What light bulb? I don't see a light bulb. And you know why that is? Because Pisces have much bigger things to worry about than a flipping light bulb. If they have a damn lighter in their pocket and they're entering in a dark room, it really wouldn't shock me in the very least if that Pisces didn't flick their bick and say, hey, I've got light. What the hell do I need a light bulb for? All right. So anyway, ha ha, there's the joke of the day. Now, The part of the body that's ruled by Pisces is used feet. Pisces have beautifully shaped, sensitive feet that are unfortunately prone to aches, bunions, corn, ill-fitting shoes, and a particular hazard to people of this sign. So, hey, you Pisces folks, take care of them feet. They're kind of important. They get you from point A to point B. And here is your dominant word, which is the famous word off of the Polar Express, which is, I believe. I think that that's amazing. Being an Aries, it's like we feel. So it's really cool that you guys have the words, I believe. Because this this could mean anything, that you believe in yourself, you believe in others. You believe that you can accomplish something? Or, hey, I believe I'm good at that. And that's really a cool way to be. 
Now, Pisces people, you guys are receptive, intuitive, and emotional, imaginative, romantic, impressionable, and mystical, adaptable, and very changeable. Lots of uh, bulls. <laughs> when I'm sitting here looking at all the wonderful qualities that, that Pisces people have, there's also a danger to you Pisces. You Pisces are very susceptible to alcohol and drugs. And you're also very easily drawn into unpredictable situations and to unbalanced people. And just as the first sign of the zodiac, oh, like me, the Aries, you represent a new beginning, but the 12th and the last sign represents the end of the circle, the sign of eternity, reincarnation, and spiritual rebirth. Many astrologers say that Pisces has this deep, deep link into the spiritual world and that you, who's born under this sign, are old souls, that you um, have experienced other lives in the past. It's, It's crazy because... When I look at Pisces people, they almost act like they're out of place. And it's because the Pisces people are half body and half spirit. And you're pulled between material existence and spiritual concerns. And you possess knowledge and other things where you don't entirely feel comfortable or entirely at home in the real world. So my challenge to you, Pisces, is find that place where you feel you fit in. You know, what's a really wonderful tool of Anchor is it shows me the demographics of the ages that listen to me. Where in the world do you listen to me? And... I think that that's awesome, but one thing I've really discovered is is it's between the ages of 13 and 27 that are my biggest audience here. And when I look at you young folks, you know, who are really young, 13 and 14, you've got so much life ahead of you. And pick up a, a damn good hobby. Find out what you're good at, what you can do to change the world for the better. And for God's sakes, if you're one of these kids that gets picked on in school and bullied, man, I want you to look at those people that are picking on you and laugh because they're going to become a memory that you never have to deal with for the rest of your life. That junior high, high school, man, that's going to be a blink but all the wonderful, amazing things that you're going to do in life come way after that. And I want you to smile and get up tomorrow and keep facing tomorrow because you're a strong person. I believe in you. I believe, even though I'm not a Pisces, I still believe, I believe in you, that you have this like capability to overcome any situation. And I'm not just talking about Oh, you Pisces, I'm talking about all my listeners that are peeping in on this last episode for this season. <clears throat> a 
like the other natives of the other water signs, Cancers and Scorpios. Oh, shit, that reminds me. I need to do a nice little shout out to a special Scorpio in my world who gave me hell about my Scorpio episode. He didn't really say much, didn't do anything, just basically said WTH. So, Braylon, um, I'm going to clarify for everyone out there. Scorpios are amazing people, too. I mean, Braylon, who I've known since he was a little boy, he and I would play video games together, and I get the biggest kick out of him, and I, I love him dearly. I've never seen a sign in my life like Scorpio that's got a solid steel backbone like Aries. No matter if they're right or wrong, they stand up and they've got something to say. So there's some Scorpios out there that are extremely special and Braylon is one of them. So there you go, Braylon. All right, moving on back to my Pisces people. Pisces people, you have this intuitiveness about you. You listen to those things inside of you. When people say, I know what's best for you, I know what's best for you. No, they don't because your body is going to tell you because your body wants what's best for you. So when you hear that little voice saying, don't do it, don't do it, don't do it. And when you hear a little voice, but you're scared of being successful, when it says, you can do it. And you tell yourself, no, you, no, I can't. Yes, you can. And you fight with yourself. You can do it. So listen to that little soft voice in your head that says that. Because you blend compassion and understanding with great verb, You exert a unique power on people whose lives touch yours. You may feel you lack self-confidence to be a leader, but you are definitely a guide, a teacher, and a role model to many. I believe that. Almost every Pisces person I know, you don't know how much people count on you and look up to you. My father was a Pisces. And he could read a 5,000-page book in legit two days. And he'd sit there and just go through crossword puzzles like they were nothing. And honestly, if my father could have been an armchair champion of Jeopardy, he, we would have been wealthy. I'd be driving around a Jaguar as a damn, like, teenager because my father was very brilliant. And I always looked up to my dad because he was a wonderful teacher. And I have to say this. There's so many other Pisces in my world that have been definitely a great guide that have damn good insight. My father coined the phrase, don't you ever settle for it. And he also said before he passed away, don't you ever remember me on the day I died. Remember me on my birthday because that's when I lived. So I try to live by those things where I try to forget the day that he passed away and I focus in on his birthday because that is when he left, he he lived. Okay, your inner self. You absorb impressions, images, and emotions from everything around you. And then you filter them through your rose-colored view of how you'd like things to be. 
This is not to say you cannot deal with reality. It's just that you'd like to think that life is like a really ultra romantic movie filled with happy endings and where everyone has the best possible motives. You're a really big bundle of feelings. You feel intense joy and happiness when you're involved in a creative project or a loving relationship. The opposite is also true. You can suffer great depths of sadness than most people, yet you're tougher than most people think. Push you down and you keep bouncing back like a rubber bathtub toy. Okay. <laughs> you're, you're charged with energy and get caught up in what's going on around you. And your greatest strength is in giving to others. And you're always, always ready to help whoever needs you. I have to say, if there was ever a superhero of zodiac signs, it's how we all have a special gift within our own sign. But the really cool thing about Pisces is that you're always ready to help whoever needs you. You'd give your own shirt off your own back to help somebody else. And I've seen that in my life, how incredible Pisces can be. Now, this is how other people see you. Everyone thinks you are his or her special friend that they have your undivided attention. You're thought of as a socialite and you're thought of as being a concerned friend. You're also known as a sparkling social presence, witty, vivacious, and always interested in new activities. People consider you artistic and somewhat talented and are impressed by your psychic sensibility. They value you as a confident, but oddly than the most people lean on you, the weaker they think you are. All right, now we're going to do this part before we move on to your self-care, Pisces. We're going to do the compatibility. And it's just mainly lightly touching on who you're compatible with and who you may or may not be compatible with. So, Pisces and Aries people. Sensual Pisces is drawn to Aries' dynamic passions. And Pisces' desire to shower affection on a lover will flatter Aries. Pisces' imagination and mysterious allure brings out a new sensitivity and romantic side in this aggressive lover. Aries will handle decisions and fight battles for Pisces, which is just... Just what the Pisces is looking for. A headstrong Aries will dominate, but that doesn't necessarily displease Pisces, who likes to have someone to lean on. What may trouble Pisces more is Aries' tendency to criticize. Tact is needed to, you know, kind of cement the otherwise sexy part of this partnership. All right, now Pisces and Taurus. Taurus is a strong, authoritative figure that can provide security and stability for the vivaciousness of Pisces. Also, Taurus' artistic bent enhances a Pisces' creative imagination. Pisces will accentuate, accentuate um, t- Taurus's taste for comfort, and together they'll furnish a luxurious setting for love. Both are highly passionate and sensual, although Pisces is volatile and more emotional than Taurus. 
While Taurus' possessiveness makes Pisces feel secure, Taurus is a bit too practical and down-to-earth to satisfy Pisces' romantic nature. If they work out this problem, all will be well. Pisces and Gemini. Pisces is drawn by Gemini's wit and communicativeness. And Gemini is fascinated by Pisces' mystery. But this combination is unstable as nitroglycerin and likely to blow up. Pisces cannot stand Gemini's fickleness and thoughtlessness. Gemini's can't stand Pisces' emotionalism and dreamlike things. Um, Insecure Pisces is possessive and clingy, while Gemini wants to have fun and move on. In different ways, each is shifting and changeable as the other. Pisces lack direction and Gemini goes off in way too many different directions. Both need a more dominant partner. Pisces and Cancers. Pisces enjoys Cancers. Sexual duo finds passion. Oh, wait a minute. Sexual demands for Cancer is equally sensual. This romantic duo finds passion, sensitivity, and tenderness in each other. And Pisces doesn't mind if Cancer makes most of the decisions. And Cancer's concern for security and excellent money sense provides a very practical stability. These two are sentimental types who like to stick close to home. Loyal Cancer devotes its most exclusive time to the insecure Pisces. And in turn, Pisces idolize Cancers. And they're a very compatible pair. Both are swimming in the water. La da 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 dee. Okay, Pisces and Leos. Ooh. I bet you this one's going to be a bit fun. Pisces' tendency to think rather than act annoys Leos, who consider Pisces wishy-washy. These two are very unalike. Pisces is shy, introvert, and vulnerable, while Leo is arrogant, brash, and domineering. Both um, Both behave emotionally, but Leo is given to temperamental outbursts while Pisces withdraw into private fantasy. Leos won't tolerate Pisces' sensitivity and dreaminess, and highly sociable Leo needs lots of feedback, while Pisces demands exclusivity. Leos like to roam. Pisces don't. This combination is like fire and water. They won't mix. Yeah, see, I told you it wouldn't turn out right. Pisces and the Virgos. Pisces' affectionate nature intrigues Virgo at first. And these two personalities are just too opposite for any report. Virgo being a mental sign, distrust, emotions, whereas Pisces runs its life emotionally rather than intellectually. Reserved and fault-finding Virgos won't satisfy sexually, and when Virgo's sexual rebuffs start, this awakes all the Pisces' insecurities. Virgos also can't give Pisces the romance or ego-boosting Pisces needs, and Pisces proves to be too unstable for exacting Virgo. Virgo will resent Pisces' dependency, and this soon becomes a toboggan to nowhere. Pisces and Libras. These affectionate, creative, artistic people take to each other immediately. 
but Pisces is looking for emotional support and won't find that with Libra. Libra wants romance and harmony, but flees from responsibility of any kind of demands or entanglements. They both like luxury and a lovely home, but Pisces is too lazy about making money and Libra is too extravagant about spending it. Oh, for goodness sake, Sky. Libra has numerous outside interests and feels stifled by Pisces. See, I told you she was going to give her two cents somehow. Physical report is not enough for long term, but as long as it lasts, this is likely to be fun. Pisces and Scorpio. Pisces finds its match here and then some. Scorpio will provide a deep, exciting sexual union for Pisces and give Pisces vulnerable emotional support, strength, and leadership. Scorpio's jealousy and possessiveness won't bother Pisces. In fact, it will make Pisces feel loved. (laughs) Okay. Pisces' dependency is just what the Scorpio is looking for. These two share a special communion. Most of it is on a sensual, unspoken level. Both have intense feelings and are loyal intuitive and interested in the mystical and the unusual an ideal mating or an ideal pair pisces and sagittarius these two ignite in the bedroom but the compatibility ends there pisces is an imaginative dreamer not a doer whereas sagittarius is thrive on constant activity independent sagittarius is too much of a rover to satisfy pisces need for attention and devotion. Sagittarius's sharp tongue will hurt the Pisces' romantic sensibilities. Pisces wants to get closer, but is constantly focused and rebuffed by Sagittarius' struggle to be free and, and to be free in itself of heavy emotional demands. Pisces is dependent and home-loving, but restless and adventuresome Sagittarius won't stay home long. Pisces and Capricorns. These two different people please each other. Capricorn's strong, dominant personality is just what Pisces needs. Pisces feels secure with practical, determined Capricorn, who can take charge and make decisions. In turn, Pisces brings a breath of romance and idealism to Capricorn's strayed approach to life. And Pisces' lavishness with praise and affection delights Capricorn. Capricorn does not easily verbalize its deep feelings, but Pisces intuitively recognize Capricorn's loyalty and passion. Sex is fine, and their contrasting temperaments neatly complement each other. Well, well, Pisces, you kind of got some, like, I don't know, good signs to be compatible with. Now, Pisces and Aquarians. Pisces' romantic, oh God, um, Pisces' romantic eroticism inspires Aquarius to experience new areas. Sexually, this might be fun since they are both adventuresome in entirely different ways. But Aquarius is detached and uninterested in ideas in the world at large, while Pisces is interested in everything else. Eventually, outgoing social-minded Aquarius will start looking around and Pisces can't endure that. 
Independent Aquarius needs freedom and after a while resents Pisces' struggle to keep Aquarians caged at home. Pisces and the Pisces. If all life's problems could be resolved in the bedroom, they'd be happy, but both need what the other does not have. Each is weak-willed and dependent and drains the other emotionally. Both have a tendency to sink into a mire of self-pity and negativity, and they accentuate each other's confusion, self-indulgence, and muddled thinking. They find it hard to cope with practical realities, and there is no strong partner around to push either one of them in the right direction. This sexy affair has nowhere to go. All right, well, as I'm, like, reaching for my other page of stuff about the home care, the the self-care of you Pisces, I hope all of you had a really great holiday and that it was a lot more fun than it was work. And I hope that some of you are still off um, enjoying your day at home. I know I'm enjoying mine. I feel like this is the first time in a week that I can think, or I'm at least trying to think. All right, well, now that I'm ready to get to the self-care of you Pisces. Now, these are just suggestions. You can take it if you want or leave it if you want. So here's this. Relax with a pedicure because you're ruled at the feet. Oh, my gosh. This just goes hand in hand. Go get your feet rubbed. Go get your feet, you know, pedicured. You're going to totally love it. It's like pampering being one of the most important things to you that you have the biggest hazard with. And savor a seafood chowder. Because you're quite the daydreamer, constantly moving between creative ideas and deep emotions, you become lost in your own inner world. So basically, eat some good soup. (laughs) Okay, now open your third eye. Everybody, the third eye represents like that thing that we all can't see, but we all know. So basically, you should be having amethyst around your home for some good decor. And put your feet up. Like use a good footstool or a nice pillow that you don't want to put under your head, but under your feet. Yeah, that'd be great. And play with bubbles. Oh my gosh. Pisces, you're playful without a doubt. You love to um, fantasize about imaginary realms and seize the world with with the same delight as a child. So, why not go blow some bubbles and enjoy enjoy a cup of hot cocoa? I mean, this is the holiday season still, for God's sake. So, you know, make sure you put some, like, marshmallow in it. Like that marshmallow cream. Mm, It's the bomb. I'm here to tell you. And you know what? Because you're emotional, go watch your favorite tearjerker. I mean, there's there's so many. The Lake House, um, The Notebook, um, Titanic. We all have our own movies that make us cry, but we want to keep watching them because of all the love in it. So, you know, and go collect some sea glass. Sea glass is really pretty. It's just a reminder that some fool got really drunk and decided, fuck it, I'm just going to throw my my beer bottle that's green, like Rolling Rock, out into the water. It busts open, and then it stays out there forever and a day, making it nice and smooth eventually. And decorate your home with mermaids. I don't understand that. If that's If that's your cup of tea, then go for it. But I'm quite sure that if you have nothing but 
mermaids around your house. If it's tastefully done, sure, go for it. If it's tacky, man, just don't do it. Don't, don't add mermaids to your house. You know, and illuminate your home with stained glass. Now, Pisces loves stained glass windows, and this is fitting considering the sign rules with faith and churches. So maybe that'll make you happy having that in your house. Oh, and when you go outside, wear a scarf. Not if you live in Florida, not if you live in Los Angeles. I wouldn't recommend wearing a scarf because then you'll fry. But if you live in, like, my town, Indiana, where it's freaking cold all, like, half the year, then yes, a scarf is important. And then, um, like, enjoy some liquor-filled chocolate. Hell, any of us would enjoy that shit right there. Especially when it's chaos and crazy and nobody seems to be happy. Man, just bite into one of those, like, liquor-filled chocolates and you're, it's going to take the edge off. Okay, now, um, spice up a meal with some anise. Now, uh, that's a personal choice, you know, but it tastes like black licorice. I love black licorice. I hate friggin' strawberry licorice. Gross. So, you know, enjoy that on something. I don't know what the hell you'd put it on, but put it on something. And get out on a boat. You're a water sign for Christ's sake. Hey, two-thirds of your water signs all love to be near the ocean, on the ocean, and for some reason, y'all like to get a little bit kinky on the ocean. If you're older than 19. <laughs> And take a houseboat vacation. See, again, on the water. You're going to find this to be so damn relaxing and enjoyable. Why wouldn't you? You know, and honestly, when you dive into the water, put some, like, goggles on and go look for some seahorses. Yeah, I don't understand that either. But, you know, it, it is what it is. Keep everything candid. And share a signature cocktail. If you love a certain cocktail... Now, with all the COVID, maybe they should order their own, but still share it with somebody. Say, oh my God, this is the shit. You got to try this and enjoy a glass of red wine. Mm. And and for those of you that like red wine, in oh my gosh, semi-sweets are just the way to go. It's not too sweet, not too dry, just right. And find a muse, for God's sake, somebody who's going to bring joy into your life. And listen to music, listen to a lot, dance in your house, in your living room, and wrap up in silk, peer into a crystal ball, and sip some black tea, and give someone you love an orchid. Orchids are Pisces rule, and with their vibrant colors and erotic appearance, orchids have a long-standing association with love. And share the wonder of animals. Go to the zoo. Like, affirm your instincts, too. Pin a guardian angel to your collar. We all need, we all need a guardian angel. I think some of the signs on the zodiac... The frigging little pen should be of an angel drinking Jack Daniels. I mean, I'm, that's just me. Oh, God, and watch that movie, The Little Mermaid. And grow a bonsai tree. Because, honestly, cutting the tree and making it the shape that you want it to be will help maybe give you peace. You know, and, uh, like, put a bunch of pillows on your bed. And people watch. Holy shit, there is nothing funner. Then grabbing, like, I don't know, a frosty cookie from one of the little stands in the mall. And then you sit down on a bench drinking your, like, lemonade. 
And you watch these different people going in and out of the mall. Some look happy, some look miserable. And there's always a screaming kid running away from a parent. It's really hilarious. And buy a a witch's hat. For some reason, because you're so mystical, Pisces, maybe this would make you feel just unique. You know, and take a fishing trip. Go enjoy fishing, being out on the water. Well, folks, I can't believe that I've gotten this whole damn season done now. I've really enjoyed having all of you come along with me so far because I'm not done yet. I still got three, four seasons left of really, really insightful, interesting information to just pass along with you. So I really hope that you keep following along with me. I've enjoyed having you in my world. I've, I've, I've loved knowing that all of you over there in Europe are taking time out to listen to this crazy American. <laughs> But most importantly, I really, really hope nothing but the best for all of you for 2022. I think we're all due, all of us, we're due for a great year, not just a mild year. Come up with some great resolutions for 2022. And only think about the ones that you know damn well that you're capable of accomplishing. There's no way I'm going to sit back and say, and I'm going to learn how to drive a jet tomorrow because that's just not going to happen. I'm scared of heights. There's just, it's not going to happen. So I'm not going to waste my time on that. But always trying to work on me to find a way to treat people better, be more thoughtful of other people's feelings, things to, I don't know, just be kind. I want to be kind. And I hope nothing but the very best. And I hope all of you just want to be kind too. No matter what part of the world you live in. Let's all just be good to each other. So for now, my little Zodiac friends, until the next season, I really hope that you had a Merry Christmas. I hope that you have nothing but the best of New Year's. For God's sakes, don't drink and drive. If you're going to drive, if you're going to drink somewhere, flip and stay there. If you can't stay there, then use an Uber, use a friend who's sober, or hell, even call mom. She'll, like, come and get you. And most importantly, before I leave, I want you all to do one thing. Now take a deep breath, because life is worth living. All right, guys, we'll see you next season. Bye-bye now.